Good and locked on Anaheim Ducks. It is Goals Thursday, and we're talking about goals, 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 and Trevor Zegris. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? I'm your humble host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade, and it is Thursday. That means we are talking about the San Diego Goals, but this is recording actually Tuesday night. A reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. The reason I'm recording this on Tuesday night is because I'll be busy Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like I'm pretty much busy all weekend, except for maybe the one hour on Wednesday where I, I guess now, did the locker room. So as you're hearing this, it's Thursday, and I've already done the locker room. So thank you to all who participated in that one. All right, so we're going to get started right now. And talk about the goals, the three games they had over the past week, which were fun to watch. I was on Locker Room last Friday covering both the Ducks and the Goals game at the same time. At the same time, the Ducks and the Avs were pretty much playing scoreless hockey. I was more tuned in to the Goals game last Friday. And for those of you that were in the Locker Room, you could tell I was more excited about that San Diego Goals game than what was going on elsewhere. So let's pick things up. Right at the start, only two minutes into the game, Andrew Agazzino scored his eighth on the season, a power play goal. This one was a nice setup. Uh, after Cameron Hebig got two minutes for hooking, right off the faceoff, Zegras won. By the way, this one partially to Zegras. Zegras won the faceoff, got it back behind him to Josh Mahura, who passed to his left to Vinny Letary, and he shot it right towards the net. And it was tipped out in front by Andrew Agazzino. If Agazzino hadn't tipped it, then Zegris would have gotten the apple on that. But because Agazzino got the tip, the last two to touch before him were Mahura and Letary. They get the apples. one nothing San Diego early on. Only a minute and a half later, Michael Carsoni scored his fifth of the season, making it a 1-1 tie. But shortly after that, it was San Diego once again. Brendan Gooley, his first of the season. This one was a nice setup too. Um, Jacob Perot, he's got pretty good vision. He kind of skated in right down the middle. No one touched him at all. And he said, hey, there's Brendan Gooley right there. There's no one around him. Pass it to Gooley. Gooley said, oh, I'll take this shot. Shoot, he did. That made it 2-1. to one. And then Matt Laredo out in front of the net on kind of a semi-breakaway. He makes it 3-1 to one, San Diego on the pass from Bo Grew. Then Michael Carsoni gets his second of the game on a power play on what was kind of a bad penalty by Brendan Gooley. He got caught tripping. This this was a bad one. So that made it 3-2 to two San Diego. Already only 12 minutes into the game. This is going nuts. And then everybody in the room went nuts because I went nuts because I was kind of calling this like play-by-play where Trevor Zegras scored his fifth goal of the season to make it 4-2 to two, San Diego. What? Are you kidding me? 4-2 to two already? Zegras with a nice goal. By the way, how about Potts? His 22nd assist of the season. Andrew Podorowski is on another level right now. Uh, let's talk about player stats. Actually, we'll talk about player stats in a little bit. But Paul Dorowski has been on another world. He's leading the league in assists right now. That was his lead leaguing, league leading <laughs> 22nd assist at the time. Then only a minute later, Brendan Gooley got his second of the game 
to make it 5-2. to two. San Diego, after one period, are you kidding me? There was no such thing as goaltending that game. Uh, Chris Nell, he did not look good. Connor Lukuve, he didn't look good at all either. At least Lucas Dostal looked okay at the start. He gave up two goals, but Tucson put on 16 shots on goal. Second period, more shooting. 15 shots for Tucson. They came out on the power play right away on the Agazino penalty. Kyle Capobianco scored in the power play, making it 5-3. And then San Diego said, oh, fine, we'll score back. Agazino got his second of the game, so already we're on hat-trick watch for Agazino, Gooley, and Michael Carsone. That made it 6-2 San Diego, and then Vinny Letary, oh, sorry, 6-3. Then Vinny Letary get in on the action. It would have been his second, but because of the tip-in, Letary gets his first of the game from Agazino and Perot. That made it. 7-3 to three San Diego at the end of two periods. I was going completely bonkers here. Completely bonkers. I thought they were going to score 10 at one point. And by the way, my buddy Rob Liano, oh boy, he was not happy. Not at all. He was waving the white flag. He was going, stop, stop, stop it already. We've had enough. No, he, we, we decided, no, let, let's score some more because why not? After 40 minutes, it was 7-3. And then Agazino nearly got another goal on a breakaway, but he just missed. Oh, by the way, this is after Agazino had already scored two. At the time, we thought maybe it was going to be a hat-trick. We thought it was an Agazino hat-trick on the Letary goal. But they looked on intermission, and it turned out that it was Letary that got the goal. So at the time, we thought Agazino's going for his fourth on a breakaway. Didn't get it. In fact, he only got two goals. Only two goals. Oh my gosh, right? And then Matt Laredo, he got in on the action. He scored, making it 8-3. to 8-3! to three. Can you believe that? <sighs> and then after that, the fighting began. Uh, we had Nick Bruyard and... Jan Unique fighting for five minutes. Bruyard really got the better of Unique, and Unique looked a little bit, uh, he looked a little bit lost out there after the fight. Like, what just hit me? So San Diego's winning in goals. They're winning in goals and winning in the fights too. And then San Diego decided to get the foot completely off the gas. Completely off the gas. San Diego had the first few shots in the period and then decided eight, eight is enough. They decided eight is enough. Ha <laughs> ha. And then it was all Tucson from there. San Diego had the first, I want to say, four or five shots right away in that period. And just looking at the count, they got two shots right away, four shots right away, five. Five of their shots in the period were in the first five minutes. After that, it was pretty much all Tucson. After that five-minute mark, Tucson outshot San Diego 20-2. 20-2 shots on goal in the last 15 minutes of the game in favor of Tucson. So San Diego decided 8-3. We're fine. We're good. We don't have to score more. So what do they do? They let Tucson score three more goals and make Dostal look bad because the defense stopped, the offense stopped. Carson got his hat trick. He big scored. Carsoni scored again. His fourth of the game with like two minutes left. So it didn't matter at that point. Final score was 
eight to six in favor of San Diego. Agazino had three points. Gooley had three points. Zegris only had one point. Could have been more, but hey, no phantom assists over there. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. But first, let's talk about... I see no ad read in front of me, so I'm just going to go off the cuff and talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need, whether you drive a Toyota, a Chevy, a pickup truck, whatever kind of car you have. rockauto.com has all the parts for you. They've been family-owned and operated for over two decades. Why pay full price when you could pay half the price and have the parts delivered right to your front door on rockauto.com? When asked, how did you hear about us? Tell them that Locked On sent you. Once again, that's rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need coming up after the first intermission. We're going to talk about Saturday's game for only a short little bit. Stay locked in. Welcome back to the best podcast your car will ever need, Locked On Ducks, which is today Locked On Goals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and this is brought to you by Built Bar. I'm just going off the cuff because as of, I'm going to just admit this. As of right now, I don't see any ads up at all. I don't have the ad stuff in front of me for some reason. I don't know why. So I'm just going to talk about Built Bar for a hot minute. They have several fantastic flavors, including mint brownie and cookie dough, among others. So try any of the 18 fantastic flavors. And don't forget to try Built Boost, Built Go, and all the other fantastic products they have on the Built Bar website. When you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. All right, so... Some things I didn't mention about Friday's game. There was a lot of fighting, a lot of action. That was a ton of fun. I loved this quote from Forever Mighting. I love what they said. The goals are the younger sibling who gets away with everything because your parents already got their panic phase out with you. It is completely true. You can get away with so much crap in the AHL, and I love it. I personally love covering the AHL for that reason. Because it is more loose, it's more fun. Sometimes you get wacky games like that where it's an 8-6 final. You have blood on the ice. You have inadvertent goal horns going off. But it's not a goal because of goaltender interference. That was a fun one. Saturday's game, not so much fun. But one other note. The Tucson Roadrunners had 51 shots. I'm sorry, 52 shots on goal. Lucas Dostal had 46 saves. 46 saves. Just like a certain Anaheim Duck, former goals player. So Dostal had 46 saves. And hey, look at that. His ex-teammate, yeah, Stolarz, he also had 46 saves on Monday night. But that was a shutout. Dostal led in six. But again, there was no defense there. This was not on Dostal. Okay, on to the Saturday game at TCC. Robbie Leano was very happy with this game. And by the way, quick shout out to Rob Leano from Locked on Coyotes for giving the fans the grand tour of Tucson CC before the game. He showed everyone what it's like in the box. He showed everyone the views from around there. Uh, showed us what it looks like on the outside with all the jerseys and all that. And also showed us the mini donut cart. I cannot wait to go out there and check out a game at Tucson. So there you go. Uh, it was Nell versus Ole Eriksson Eck on that game. Saturday's game was a lot different, much more low scoring, much less shots on goal. 
not as much excitement, frankly, to be honest, because there was only the one fight, and at least it was a very good fight. I'll get to that. Uh, Cameron Hebig scored the first goal of the game for the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, that was a big goal. It was one nothing Tucson right after that. And then it was really kind of a one-sided contest. It was really one-sided. Tucson had all the action going on their end. They had the majority of shots. They controlled the puck. They played a lot more keep away. Shots were 15 to 8, but I would say the puck possession was 2 to 1 in favor of Tucson. They just did not want to give any of the goals players, especially Zegris. This is where they began to double and triple team Trevor Zegris. He had a lot of trouble on this particular game. His faceoffs at one point were something like 1 for 5. So Zegris was not winning the faceoffs. He was getting double or treble teamed and not seeing any action. That's probably the only thing on Zegris' game that he's got to work on. He's still got to work on faceoffs, but he's got to work on creating space for himself when he gets doubled and tripled like that. Uh, there was a penalty for too many men. Zegris did serve that one. And then also, Zegris went in the box after that. This was more so protecting Zegris at that point because Tucson was getting extremely chippy and beginning to hit some of the star players. Zegris did take a couple of big hits already in that first period. So he was already off his game. Then you had that big fight between Jamie Devan and Kyle Newber. They really, really went at it. But this was all started by Jamie Devan. He completely walloped Newber. But he started the fight. Uh, he went all over him. So Jamie Devan got 10 for misconduct, 5 for fighting, Two for instigating. So Zegris had to serve the penalty for instigating. And right away on that power play, Michael Carson added again. He scored his ninth of the season, his fifth goal of the weekend. That made it 2-0 Tucson. But damn that fight. So Zegris had to serve a bunch of minutes. He didn't get as many minutes in that first period. But once again, he got knocked a couple of times. He got knocked around a lot on this game. So now I can kind of understand not playing him enough minutes, but Tucson was going after him. And what I hated about this, it was kind of the bigger guys that were going after Zegris. And I think this is where Zegris has to be very careful in his game. He has to avoid those hits, that's for sure. But the teammates have got to be there for him as well. Unfortunately, one of his favorite teammates, Sam Carrick, was not there because Sam Carrick is up with the Anaheim Ducks. So without Captain Carrick on his side, you have to rely on the defense to do something. And it's either Trevor Carrick or it's going to be Josh Mahura or Keegan Lowe. This you kind of expect from Jamie Devan too. But Jamie Devan normally is not on the same line as Zegris. So, you know, they got to be careful with how they play him in those kind of chippy games. And I'm sure we're going to see more of that against the rain on Thursday night. After that... Second period, right away, Michael Carson, his second of the game, his sixth goal of the weekend. That made it 3-0 Tucson. Carson was on a different world, and then it was a bloodbath after that. It was 4-0 uh, soon after in the third period. Jan Yannick scored his second of the season. Yeah, it, it was one-sided. Uh, it was a complete revenge game, mainly for the reason that San Diego put a licking on them the previous night, and Tucson put the revenge game perfectly. That was a perfectly placed message. The fighting game was there. 
the heavy hitting was there. Uh, really getting to Zegris, that was completely there too. And they knocked him off his game. Zegris had zero points. The face-offs were not that good. Yeah, this was probably his worst game as a San Diego goal. And because Saturday was his worst game, you got to say, okay, just take a step back, refresh, refocus for the next game. Now, San Diego did score a late game, and it was Gru that scored it afterwards. But it was 4-1 Tucson, end of the game. Honestly, this was as one-sided as I said it would be. So, shots on goal, 39-28 in favor of Tucson. All right, we're going to keep this segment short and really go off after the second intermission. But let's talk, what have I not talked about? I have not talked about betonline.ag which is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. They have every sport, including MLB, NHL, NBA, among others. They also have reality TV. If you go to betonline.ag right now and use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk about the game that I just saw, Ontario versus San Diego in Irvine. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked on Goals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And let me tell you about what happened on Tuesday night, which, well, for me, as I'm recording this was earlier tonight, but let me tell you what happened a couple nights ago. So the goals and the rain they resumed their freeway face-off or whatever they call it nowadays. I mean, it's Irvine and El Segundo for all intents and purposes this season. How did that go? Well, we were all excited just the first minute into the game. This started right away. And I had to like rewind the game because I was having Taco Tuesday because Taco Tuesday is freaking delicious. That's why I'm sounding a little bit more chipper as I'm recording this because tacos are delicious and by the way, for those of y'all that used to go to Pachanga Arena, I miss all of you guys. I appreciate all the goals fans. I hope to get back there at some point soon. But man, you guys remember those Taco Tuesdays, which was also Wednesday nights, and then you'd have that line, and then it'd be like cash only, but then you get like two tacos, and you just like eat them and devour them, and they'd be freaking delicious. You guys, you guys remember that? I remember that. Yeah, it was the best time ever. For those of you that have not been to a minor league game in San Diego yet, you are missing out. Missing out big time. Anyway, I digress. Three seconds into the game, Quentin Byfield got a face-off violation. And this was a weird one. So he kind of like closed his hands on the puck and then batted it. So this was three seconds into the game where Quentin Byfield got a delay of game penalty. Three seconds in. Oh boy, guess what happened right after that? The rain got burned. Trevor Zegras, 34 seconds into the power play, scored his sixth goal of the season. This was a fantastic goal by Zegras. He's just great on the power play. He was at the right place at the right time. And the shot that he took, it was just kind of like a like a flip shot. Like, I'm just going to put it towards the net, see what happens I mean, I don't know how better to describe it. It wasn't like a slap shot. It wasn't like a tricky like move. He just kind of like flung it. Like he flicked it. Flicked it towards the net. 
and it just went right above the shoulder of JF Barube. So that made it one nothing San Diego, only 37 seconds into the game on the power play. And Chase DeLeo with the great pass there, cross ice pass, found Zegras, and Trevor was all by himself. There was no one around him at all. The thing I like about that, this was set up by Trevor Zegras right away. Because while he did kind of lose, well, I, I guess I shouldn't say he lost the opening faceoff on the opening puck drop. I mean, the rain kind of won it. Byfield did not have to bat it away for the faceoff violation. He didn't have to do that. But then Zegris won the second faceoff clean. And he's the one that passed it back and then it went around and back to him for that goal. So already, Zegris paying dividends just the first minute into the game. Right after that, Lice Anderson, he scored his fifth of the season, making it a 1-1 tie. And then it was the Trevor Zegras show once again. On the power play, Josh Mahura from the point passes it to Trevor Zegras down low. Now what Zegras did here that I'm really going to love about his game, Z didn't try to get too fancy with it. He really just kind of kept the puck to himself, didn't do a spinorama or anything fancy like that. Uh, he went kind of behind the net, then brought it back out just above the red line of the goal line and passed it across the ice to a streaking Chase DeLeo who scores his 10th of the season. Fantastic look, great pass by Z, and that made it 2-1 to one San Diego. Look, Zegris is magical on the power play. He's really good, but already in the first period, and I love that I put this, and a lot of people like this. I said, tired take, Trevor Zegris, amazing on the power play. Okay, that's fine. Wired take, and I mean every word of this. He looked more comfortable on the faceoffs. He's beginning to win them clean. He's getting a better feel for the center position, setting up plays, which he did twice. Still has to be careful with neutral zone defense. I've been saying that for the past week. That is probably one of his main weaknesses is neutral zone defense and not forcing the offense too much. He did this over the weekend in Tucson, where he did a spinorama and did it right to three defensemen in Tucson. That's what I meant by saying that Tucson triple teamed him. You can't do a spinorama into the defense because the other guys are going to come towards you. You don't always have to be fancy. If you could do a spinorama to get away from a defender, that's fine. But don't do it for the sake of just doing it. There has to be a reason and a purpose for it. So yeah, that that's it. Just the only other little things about Zegris that I think he has to work on. He needs to work on that aspect of his game. After that, it was the Artie party once again. His eighth of the season. That tied things up at two goals apiece. Second period. This was a very even match in the second period. Bo Grew got a shorthanded goal. Oh, what a bad turnover by Ontario. Ah! So after Zegris' first two points, Lucas Dostal, uh, he got a good save on that. And then we saw that weird goal, that weird shorthanded goal by B.O. Gru. That was their third special teams goal of the night. And this was off of a turnover. I want to say it was Kaliev was out there for that. But that's a play that the rain should not have made. Actually, I take it back. It was Turcott, the other one. Turcott was out there for this one along with Kupari. It was Kupari that made a bad pass. Moviar played terribly on that play. If I'm going to put the blame on this for anyone on the rain, it's going to be Jake 
Moverari. That's who I'm going to blame. So that made it 3-2 San Diego. Only three minutes after that, Marcus Phillips with his second of the season from Akil Thomas and Alex Turcotte. So Turcotte kind of helped him get that one back. So it was 3-3 tie game. Then we go into the third period. That's where things got really, really good. Bryce Kendop scored his fifth of the season to make it a 4-3 game. Okay, looking pretty good. And then guess what? Power play once again. This was off of a terrible play from Akil Thomas. This is the play that got people up in arms. So there was some tough checking going on. Brendan Gooley got a hard check on Akil Thomas. Then Akil took exception to that and started doing a little bit of shoving. And then he fought back and dropped Gooley. Gooley was down and he kind of turtled a little bit. Gooley could have fought back. But Gooley turtled there and that resulted in the power play for the goals. Akil did just get two minutes. He could have easily gotten more minutes because Akil did instigate that whole thing. Look, all Brendan Gooley did was take a hard check on Akil Thomas. That's fine. It was a legal check, shoulder to shoulder. Everything was legal. But Akil taking exception to that. You cannot do that, Akil Thomas. You just can't. You have to be more mature than that. And don't make those kind of dumb plays where you could have gotten five minutes. You could have gotten two and two. Two for roughing and two for instigating. He could have easily gotten four minutes. But hey, San Diego will take the two. Because guess what happened after that? Special teams with their fourth goal. Trevor Zegras. Once again, across the Royal Road, he got the pass from Potts. Zegras then passed it to an open Chase DeLeo on the left side. Chase's 11th of the season, his second of the game. That made it 5-3 San Diego. Zegras was out of this world on that entire sequence, but he wasn't done yet. After Sutter scored, Trevor Zegras had a perfect empty net goal. This one was a bullseye. He lofted it in the air did a nice little long parabola just as it was going to bounce from the ground. It went right into the net. He lofted it right in. Kaching. That made it 6-4 San Diego. And then the rain pulled their goalie once again. And Paul Rorowski scored his seventh of the season. Your final score is 7-4 in favor of San Diego. So I was mentioning Andrew Paul Rorowski. He's leading the league in points. Seven goals. 23 assists. The 23 assists do lead the league by a lot. The closest is Tyler Benson of Bakersfield with 20 assists. So Paul Dorowski is three up on that. Leading the league in points with 30. He might win the points title in the American Hockey League this season. He might win it. So once again, 30 points. Zegris, he's not got nearly as many points, but he's played much less games. Zegris in only 15 games. That's it? Only 15? No, 12 games. In 12 games, he's got 15 points the other way around. So he's only got half the points of his teammate, but playing half the games there. Zegris has played 12 games. Paul Dorowski has played all 30. So Paul Dorowski, a point a game. And also among the league leaders, Chase DeLeo, 11 goals, 12 assists for 23 points. Sam Carrick, in only 25 games played. He's got 21 points. He's among the league leaders as well. San Diego is putting up a ton of goals. And it's because of Chase DeLeo, Paul Dorowski, Carrick, Zegras. Yeah, three of those guys 
have been up with the big club. Chase DeLeo was up with the Ducks. Sam Carrick is up. Zegers has been up. There is a ton of talent on the Ducks pipeline, and you all should be very excited. And that's partially why I do these weekly podcasts about the San Diego Goals, because you have to be excited as a Ducks fan, as a Goals fan, with how good they are doing. The future is bright. The future is strong. If there is more games in San Diego, you've got to go out and check them out. It is a fun time. I cannot say this enough. A couple more notes about Zegras. Face-offs. So I mentioned face-offs. Uh, I did track these. Trevor Zegras was 13 for 23 in the face-off dot on Tuesday night. On Sunday, I mentioned for a time, he was 1 for 5. For most of that weekend game at Tucson, he did not look good in the face-off dot. He is looking much better. He's getting more comfortable in the face-off circle. He's beginning to win them clean. He's also beginning to finally work a little bit on that defense and be able to pass it to himself at times. This is where Zegers has to improve. He's beginning to get out of double teams. That's also good. But seeing the face-offs above 50%, that is a very good thing. And we'll see Zegers next in El Segundo tonight. I'll be covering that, so be sure to check out the LO underscore Ducks Twitter account as I'll be tweeting all about that game tonight. So we'll see how Trevor Zegers does. I'll try to put up some face-off numbers, some other auxiliary numbers, and just keep a very close eye on Trevor Zegers for tonight's game. That's going to do it. Be sure to rate, comment, and follow on Apple Podcasts. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the new Odyssey app, which is A-U-D-A-C-Y. So be sure to check that out. Also, 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 be sure to check out Locked On Fantasy NHL and be a waiver wire winner with that. Uh, there will be no show tomorrow as I'll be busy. Well, obviously, I'll be busy at El Segundo. And then it is Soccer Finals. Hey, this is a San Diego Goals podcast, so San Diego fans, take note of this. The San Diego Soccers, they could be winning an MASL championship against the Ontario Fury. Or it could be the Fury with their first title. So I'll be at the arena on Friday and Sunday. So be sure, if you're going to the game, check it out. Or check out those games on Facebook. Kind of a self-plug there. So once again, no show Tomorrow we are done for the week. I'll be back on Monday with a fresh new podcast talking about the Ducks. You can bet your ass I'm going to talk about Anthony Stolarz. Hey, speaking of former goals, how about Anthony Stolarz with the shutout the other day? Stolarz is looking very good in Anaheim. So I'll be talking about Stolarz once again on the next podcast. So thank you all once again for listening. It is greatly appreciated. And hey, Hopefully, I will see you guys on Monday. And don't forget to follow on the Twitter because I'll be tweeting about the goals game. And one more quick note. I know that Friday is the first game at the Ponda. We have Friday and Sunday games. I'll be doing soccer on Friday and Sunday. So I won't be able to join you guys at the Pond. But for those of you going to that first game, enjoy it. Embrace it. Have fun at the game. And be sure to cheer on your former goals and your current Anaheim Ducks. All right, for Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend, everybody. 
I'll see you all on Monday. Please continue practicing social distancing. Be kind, wear a mask, and ducks fly together. Have a good weekend, everyone. Bye.